Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. If you had asked me 30 years ago or so, I would definitely have told you I hate school. Well, maybe not 30, but when I was in school, however long ago that was, and the days get longer and longer. As a child, I loved school up to the age of about 10, 11, 12, and then came middle school. My hat really goes off to all the middle school teachers out there all over the world, for that age group is absolutely crazy. Well, I won't say crazy. I'll just say that they do things that are a little off the wall, and they don't have much except rampant hormones running through their bodies, but I love them just the same. High school teachers, oh, that was my pocket. But I hated my own high school teachers because I hated myself. I ended up loving and appreciating all of them that I had at my good rural little school of Clarksville. It was called Clopton High School, and we had seven little rural towns that came together, and we had some great teachers and some great academic results from that school that went on to prestigious occupations and, of course, other schools. But the one thing that I remember the most is that when I get out of high school, I'm never going to step foot in a school again. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) That's what God was saying. Oh, yeah, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a blessed hope and a future. That's Jeremiah 29, 11. Now, not everyone is called to be a teacher. And as a matter of fact, there are some scriptures about teaching that we really ought to adhere to. In the first verse of chapter 3 of the book of James, and James was Jesus' brother, it says, Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. Now, what do you think that means? Why would a teacher be judged more strictly? Well, the higher standard was set because of children. And anyone who has ever had children, worked with children, been a teacher, Sunday school teacher, or even just in your own community, you know how impressionable children are. And especially up to a certain age, they have little soft, malleable hearts and minds. But it seems as children get older, and I was the prime example, our hearts can grow hardened by the things of this world or by what we tell ourselves. That's why there's so much issue today on social media and why we have so many concerns about kids getting on the internet and even the peer pressure of their own classmates that they know who can say horrible things about them in a masked kind of way on any of the TikToks or any of the Facebooks or Snapchats or anything else you get into today. It's just really hard to think what kids are going through. For those of you who are teachers, 
I applaud you. And for those of you who have had to be teachers, even homeschool teachers, especially during all of the time we were off the last couple of years with the COVID mess, I certainly applaud you as well. Sometimes we're called to step out of our comfort zone and become something that we were not intended to be. And sometimes we want to be something so badly that we put ourselves into that position, and I'm talking about teaching, even though we should never have been a teacher. I have a good friend, or at least I had a friend who has now passed on, who would have been excellent with little kids. But she had real difficulty with the high school kids because she was very small, and she ended up trying to be overly tough with them, and it just didn't work. It ended in ridicule. It ended in her being ill so much of the time, and I believe that she eventually passed away at a young age simply because she wasn't able to take care of herself or simply because she was so overstressed and overworked she didn't take care of herself. But when you know you have a calling to a certain position, maybe it's in nursing or maybe it's to go into some other form of the medical field, but when it's to deal with children, it says in 1 Peter 4.10, as each has received a gift, use it, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's grace. So when you look at what you have as a steward of what your gifts and talents are, it's also in Titus 2.7, it says, in everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. And then it goes on, not many of you should become teachers. That's James 3, 1 again. I won't mention any names, but I will just say that in my 40 years in education in high school and university, I have seen poor examples of teachers getting involved with students, of teachers who were there just for that day just to get what they could, get their paycheck, go home, didn't care about the kids, didn't do any more than they were required to do. And I'm sure this happens on other job sites as well, whether you're in construction or office work or whatever it is. But when you know that you are called to do something, you have to know you are called to be a missionary. If you take off to go to India to live and work with people and you don't have that calling upon you, you're going to hate it. You can't be successful if you're not loving something that you're doing. You can do a good job and you can get up and get out of there and help somebody, but why not pursue what you're called to be, what you're called to do in this short time that we have life? My husband knew at the age of seven or eight that he wanted to be a chemist, and he asked his parents for a little chemistry set when he was a child, and he went from there to building rockets to going into the chemistry club and the American Chemical Society and working as both a chemist and director of a lab, and he just knew that was what he wanted to do his whole life. And he even brought it into our home because he measures everything. He cooks every 
everything. He cleans everything with the pool chemicals. Everything is measured to the nth degree. I'm the kind that would just say, oh, a little splash of that. Oh, a little handful of that. And that's why he's a good cook, and I'm not. I admit it. But whatever you are called to do, seek that out with all of your heart and mind. And if you're not called to it, if you think like, for instance, teaching sounds great because you get the summers off, well, you'll find out, first of all, you don't get the summers off. You're constantly in classes or workshops or lesson plans or whatever else you have to do that summer. But if you are not called into the classroom, don't go. I had teachers that should not have been teachers. I have taught with teachers that should never have stepped foot into a classroom. And I've had teachers who perhaps were good teachers, but they got into illicit things with their students and or fellow teachers. All I can say is, if it's your calling, God will make it clear. And for those of you with children or grandchildren or nieces or nephews back in the classroom this year, be sure and send a note of encouragement at times to those teachers, especially as the school year gets underway. If you find something good that a teacher has done with or for one of your children, be sure and write them a little thank you note. It doesn't take much time. All you have to do is let them know that you see that they are indeed doing what God has called them to do. And that will be a blessing for you as well. God, thank you for our teachers as they go back into the classrooms. Please cover them. Cover the homeschool teachers that are at home with a multitude of juggling things and still wanting to bring the best out in their own children. And for all of those who are retired from the teaching profession, Lord, continue to use them in the church or in the community or even back in the schools as paid positions or as volunteers. Thank you, God, that we all... can be grateful that we had the greatest teacher of all, and that is the one who taught us not only Holy Scripture, but taught us how to live. And that, of course, is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you don't know him as your Savior, you can today. And that would be the greatest gift you could give your family, your children, your grandchildren, as you see them go into this school year. Thank you, God. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.